Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo. And actually, I skipped uh, the other day because I was working on this, and well, hopefully, you'll see why. Today's briefing I've entitled Name It, Claim It, Really. Electrically charged, controversial to some, the issue of answered prayer. What is our role? What is God's role? Where does our faith come into play? Oh, and how much faith is required to experience positive answers to our prayers? Aggravated, frustrated, and desperate for relief, Paul asked God to remove his thorn in the flesh, but God said no. Instead, he told Paul that his grace was sufficient for him and that his power is made perfect in our weakness. God always answers the prayers of his children. He sometimes says no. He sometimes says wait. He sometimes says yes and watch what else I'm going to do for you. He sometimes says yes through answering it in a way we never even considered. In whatever way he chooses to answer, God is omniscient. He is all-knowing. And he is omnipotent, all-powerful. He is not a forgetful, doddering old man. He sees all and answers according to his knowledge, not ours. He answers for the greater good, not according to how we see it. Many have written in the last couple days to express their comments on this subject from as far away as Togo. I wanted to share one note with you from a woman in Michigan. Her pain is palpable, her loss immense, because her sister followed errant teaching on prayer. She writes, Hi, Christine. Thank you for addressing this very important issue of prayer for the saints. All I can say is amen, sister. There are still people out there who believe in the blab-it-grab-it teaching. What a setup for disappointment. I believe this is a reason so many fall away from the faith, because they were taught that you just have to have the right amount of faith, name it, claim it, and it's yours. Then, when it doesn't happen, they believe that they are not worthy, or may never be worthy anyway, so what's the use? This happened with my sister, Christine, who lost her 14-year-old son to cancer after much prayer and being told that God would heal him. He didn't need that bone marrow transplant. He eventually did have it, but lost the battle due to complications. As a result, my sister has walked away from her family and faith and is now living a totally immoral lifestyle. I believe the seed of rebellion was planted when she lost her son. This person who wrote you must not have had to endure a loss yet. Remember, there was a woman who wrote me who said that God always says yes. And I pray that when they do, this won't happen to them. Thank you again, Christine, for standing up for truth and proclaiming it from the rooftops. We'll stop there. The reader seems to be alluding to false teaching that is prevalent today, that healing is ours, or anything else as far as that goes, if we but claim it. One of the leading ministers in this Word of Faith movement has been Kenneth Hagin. Regarding his beliefs on sickness, Hagin writes, I am fully convinced, I would die saying it is so, that it is the plan of our Father God in His great love and in His great mercy that no believer should ever be sick, that every believer should live his full lifespan down here on this earth, and that every believer should finally just fall asleep in Jesus. That was in something he wrote called Seven Things You Should Know About Divine Healing. Or how about this? It's a matter of your faith. You got $1 faith, and you ask for a $10,000 item. It ain't going to work. 
it won't work. Jesus said, according to your faith, not according to his will, if he can work it into his busy schedule. He said, according to your faith, be it unto you. Now, I may want a Rolls Royce and don't have but bicycle faith. Guess what I'm going to get? A bicycle. And that's from another fellow, Fred Price. Well, Mr. Hagen and Mr. Price, if a believer is sick and if a believer dies from sickness, you are saying that their faith was insufficient? What about the Apostle Paul, gentlemen? Not enough faith? What about Reverend Billy Graham, whose body is decaying daily with Parkinson's disease? Not enough faith? Oh, please! The above quote by Price, the one just mentioned about the Rolls-Royce and so on and the, and the amount of faith, captures the movement's belief, that is the word of faith movement, that all Christians should not just be healthy but also wealthy. This false teaching is being exported from America into Africa and Asia, other places, and it is wrong. This teaching, built on according to your faith, sets up thinking answered prayer happens because of our doing, the measure of our faith and the power in our words. Wrong! Our hope is in God, not in our own words or even our own faith. This poor woman who lost her son no doubt questioned the substance of her faith. Had her faith been insufficient to save her boy? In the end, she deduced that neither her faith nor her God were sufficient, and she walked away from both. Tragic. Friends, God is the only sufficient one. He answers the prayers of his children according to his will, not ours. If you'd like to read this, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and the title is Name It, Claim It, Really.